0: Time to get back to the Daily Edition with Matt Gurney.
1: And I click, and I like, measure up, scrutinize.
0: Good morning. Thanks for being here with me. You know, you got to check those credit card statements every month because every once in a while they go up and you don't even notice it. Uh, Marco Flalo joined me here, host of Your Tech Report, Weekends on Canada Talks. Mark, I'm going to take a, a peek at my next bill because I think my Netflix bill just went up, at least for next month. Uh, the streamer has raised prices yet again. At a certain point, all these things I
1: decided to sign up for when I got rid of cable are going to end up costing me more than cable used to. Yeah, that's the conversation I, I'm having a lot these days with people saying, wait a second, we've been pushing to cut the cord and really, you know, build our own a la carte without having to worry about, you know, other people forcing stuff down our throat. And here we are, you know, four years later, we're paying, you know. What's gonna be sixteen forty nine a month for Netflix, or if you want the HD package, it's gonna go up two dollars to twenty dollars and ninety nine cents. Plus GST and HST. That's a fun one. They when they added the tax a couple years ago, people were up in arms. So what Netflix? We got Disney Plus in my house. I've got Amazon Prime, which at least we get shopping out of that. What else do I pay for? Okay, so let's see. I pay for Showcase because, or HBO because my wife wants to watch Sex in the City. Um, it's become quite honestly. Uh, I'm definitely paying at least fifty dollars more per month than I was when I was paying for cable. But is it better because I'm picking and choosing it myself? That's a question I ask myself every time I look at that bill.
0: You know what? I don't actually have any complaints. Um, I we I'm just thinking about this. We have Netflix. We have Disney. We have Amazon. We have Crave. Is that it? maybe that's it. So Crave is the one that gets you HBO and Showcase. Uh, Netflix obviously, Amazon, Disney. I Okay, man. I mean, I can go check my apps. But I mean, probably all in that's probably about 50 bucks, 60 bucks a month. Yeah, like it, it does add up. I don't mind because I, I probably have at least something I watch on each one of those platforms. Yeah. So like, whatever. I, I don't, I think I'm with you. Psychologically, knowing you're actually signing up for what you are actually enjoying is very different than Channel surfing past fourteen channels you have literally never watched, but have no choice but to pay
1: for. Yeah, you know what's interesting is that I, I um when the U.S. election happened, uh, were we last year now, uh, or two years ago at this point? Um, I did sign up for Alt TV from Bell, so I didn't want a cable box. I wanted something streaming, but I wanted CNN, and I didn't want to just pay for CNN. So I'm like, you know what? Let me let me sign up for Alt TV. I haven't looked at regular TV packages in a while. And I actually found myself keeping that. So instead of going for Crave, though, I actually get those channels through Bells Alt TV, which is just kind of the backdoor way to do the exact same thing. But I still get access to certain live things, which during this pandemic have been a little bit of a godsend because there's certain channels that I forgot about, like HGTV that I liked some shows on, so that when I'm in between shows or I'm like, you know what, I'm not in the mood to watch Dexter again tonight, I could actually... Channel surf, and there's an element of channel surfing that I still enjoy, and even though I'm paying one of the big big three here in Canada, I'm also okay with it, because I can still pick and choose everything else that's going on. But there's that element of live TV that I like. You? I forgot about Apple. Oh, yes. Apple. But you see, but Apple, you know, <laughs> you're, you're paying- my, I'm, yeah, I was Apple, about to respond to you, but just as I yeah. opened my mic, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh Apple. Apple. <laughs> But Apple, you see, but being in the iOS ecosystem, you know, and now with Apple One, which is their all-inclusive thing, I find it's okay because I'm saving money. I'm getting my my iCloud storage, plus I get my Apple TV. I've actually used Apple Fitness, and I'm okay with it. So, I, and I watch some of the shows, like I watch the Morning Show, and I watch some of the content. I think that's the biggest thing here is that um, it's gotten so competitive, going out and creating this original programming, right? It's no longer just ABC, NBC, and CBS trying to figure out who's gonna own this stuff. You know, especially in the US, it's the landscape is nuts. Like I was talking to a friend in California, and we actually have it pretty good here because there are still companies like Bell and Rogers and stuff who own some rights. So they still bundle certain things together, which is not a bad thing for us. In the US, you're literally HBO Max showcase everything, everything, every channel is separate. Unless you have a cable package, so my friend Mitchell in California, he pays close to one hundred and fifty dollars a month for his streaming, and I'm paying just like as you said, you know, you know, fifty sixty dollars. So, when they increase wow. the price by two dollars, and you know, do I even pay attention to it? Nah, I don't. I only pay attention to it because I'm in this industry and because they sent me an email, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm outraged, and then I forget about it.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. Um, you know, and here's the thing though. I mean, l- lest we get too uh, comfortable here, that's the way it's going to go here. That's going to be the production. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I got a, a friend who uh, produces content for Paramount Plus. All of the movie studios and TV stations are going to have their own apps. I don't think that'll last forever. I think it probably will sort of reconsolidate at some point. But for the next little while, you will be paying for the content you consume. And to be honest, as a content creator ourselves, I'm actually kind of okay with that. Like, I don't mind paying for what I consume.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't mind it. And, and you know what? I think that, you know, if there's a compelling enough show that I want to watch, then I will pay for it. I'm fine with that. When Sex and the City came out, or for example, uh, Matrix, the new Matrix movie came out, and I knew it was only going to be on HBO Max before I didn't realize it was in Canada. Um, I was okay going to sign up for that so my wife can, you know, enjoy Sex and the City and so we can enjoy some of the programming. And I do find that they're doing a good job profiling other content because it does suck me into some other shows. For example, Dexter, which I never watched originally, we're watching now because I'm like, oh, it's come back and oh, I can access it now. Let me let me just see what this is about. And I got into it because they promoted the shows and they use that all that data they have on who I am they promoted the right shows to the right people they did suck me in so instead of just paying that for you know a couple of months so my wife can watch sex in the city we're going to be paying for that for another 6 months so it's kind of interesting how that psychology comes into play
0: yeah, no, the, the psychology of this is interesting. We we got like a minute left here. We should have left more
1: t- time. Why are airplanes worried about 5G? <laughs> because um, 5G in the US, they have different bands of 5G. And the stronger band of 5G that AT&T and Verizon are currently lighting up in different cities, um, that band is very, very close in frequencies to the altimeters that the planes use. And, um, you know, the altimeters are super important, especially when they're landing and they you know, they can't see what's going on, so they can't use line of sight or any kind of visual element of it. So they're worried because nobody has provided any scientific evidence that proves that there's going to be um, uh, there's not going to be interference with the altimeter. So as a result, a bunch of international airlines have canceled flights and routes into the U.S. because they're worried that AT&T or Verizon were going to light these up today. There's been a kind of a stay of execution uh, and the FAA and the FCC got involved and they you know they're they're going to have that scientific study even though everybody says this has never never been a problem you know this has been done in Europe many many times so i think we're going to see this this come back to light and there won't be any issues but i i i, I kind of use the example of remember die hard 2 when they took control over the, uh, the air traffic control <laughs> and they majested it so that if you know they're only they couldn't see what was going on they ended up crashing into the runway let's not let's not have that happen
0: <laughs> oh boy that was the unexpected Die Hard 2 reference I did not know I needed this morning but yes I hear you I know the one you mean alright gotta let you go bud thanks for this always a pleasure to chat my pleasure <laughs> take care Marco Plalo the man who no knows problem. his way around action movie references we'll take a break we got uh, news updated moments we're back for hour two right after it it's the Daily Edition on Canada Talks You're listening to The Daily Edition with Matt Gurney.